Welcome to Conversations. I'm your host, Doug Dewan, and thank you for spending some time with us this weekend. Joining me this segment is Jeanette Tarsha, the Vice President of Communications and Marketing at Make-A-Wish Alaska and Washington. Join us as we look at issues that affect us here at home in our community and across the nation. Today, we're going to find out about Make-A-Wish. Jeanette, thank you for joining me. Well, thanks for having me. Of course. Now, can you just to start out how does a wish work from from wish to the granting of the wish? What's the process here? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, first, let me share with everybody if you, you might have heard of Make-A-Wish. Uh, we are the nonprofit organization that grants wishes to children with critical illnesses. And we've been around locally here in Washington since 1986, started in Tacoma and granted six wishes in that very first year. And we've grown now to 8,000 in the territory, which is just amazing. Thanks to the support of the community. I mean, honestly, we couldn't do it without them, but um, yeah. So the way that a wish works is obviously a, a kiddo needs to be diagnosed with a critical illness first and foremost, They need to be between the ages of two and a half and 18, and they must not have had a wish from Make-A-Wish or any other wish-granting organization previously. And that's really, you know, sort of uh, on an equitable level because we want to make sure that we're able to deliver, you know, at least one wish for kids that qualify for a wish. And so once we hear that the kid, you know, has, uh, has a critical illness, they fill out uh, some paperwork that is online on our website. And then we go through a process of sort of interviewing them and their family via phone calls to find out a little bit more about the child and their condition and, you know, what sort of wish, you know, a little bit more about the child and what they might wish for. We take all that information and then we pair them up with a staff member who sort of is like a caseworker, social worker type of a thing. And um, two volunteers that then, you know, go out and meet the family and they lead them through the whole process of sort of ideating on maybe what Uh, wishes could look like, what this child wants to do, when they want to do it, and and working hand-in-hand with the staff to plan that once they've figured out what the kiddo wants. And um, and yeah, I mean, the whole process is really, it's collaborative. It, It has to be in order for us to be able to you know, to grant about 400 wishes every single year. Gosh, we need the help. And so it's not just staff driven. It's definitely also volunteer driven. Yeah. And let's talk about the effect that the wish has. Um, I'm reading on your website that 80% of 87% of the alumni say that the wish was their turning point in their treatment. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, it's really amazing because I've I've been working at Make-A-Wish for a long time. And in my time here, anecdotally, I've heard time and time again from families and volunteers and, you know, all people that are connected to the wish saying, oh my gosh, this this wish was truly life-changing and transformational for me or my family. And here's why. And for the longest time, it's just, we had that gut, we had that feeling. But then there were some researchers that actually decided to get involved and do medical research in addition to actual surveys of wish families. And they found that the wish actually has tangible impacts on the child's overall health 
um, outcomes. And there, and part of that is not only the, the physical aspect of it, but then also, you know, the mental aspect and the emotional piece of it. And, and we all know how much, you know, mind, body, and spirit are sort of intertwined. And psychologically, if you're having a rough go at it, that that does have real implications on, you know, how you're feeling in your body and everything. And so Make-A-Wish is really this incredible sort of, um, you know, part of the treatment protocol that offers something to kids and and, and these patients that traditional medicine cannot, It, it does fill a gap where it's, it's really needed. And it, it, provides these kids with this boost that just gives them so much hope, uh, you know, that it really does make a difference in their lives. And it does have a a physiological and a mental impact on them. Yeah. And on, again, I'm going to keep referring to your website because this is where I've learned everything before I've had the chance to talk to you. It says the impacts of a wish are strength, hope, transformation, and community. Now you've kind of described the first three inside of that. How does a wish affect community, uh, beyond maybe uh, along with the family, but also beyond the family. Yeah. You know, so many different people have told us that, you know, we all know life is hard, right? And it's, it's difficult. We've all got stuff that's going on in our lives, whether it's work or family or this or that. And, but at the end of the day, everyone is looking for that sense of purpose and that sense of fulfillment and that sense of belonging. And what Make-A-Wish does is it provides you with an opportunity. It's almost like Make-A-Wish is the conduit that allows people to feel more plugged in, more engaged, more whole, more part of something bigger than themselves. And they love getting involved with something that is so... Um, you know, uh, amazingly fulfilling from the inside out. And I tell you what, you will not meet a nicer group of people than those who are committed to supporting wishes. And, and that, you know, blurs all the lines. I will say Make-A-Wish is this incredible organization that it sort of doesn't matter who you are in life or what you do, or maybe what beliefs you have you say, oh, I'm a volunteer for Make-A-Wish or, oh, I'm asking for this donation for Make-A-Wish and people just light up. I mean, there's sort of this light within them. And I say it becomes contagious in a good way. Once you get involved with Make-A-Wish, it's really hard to to step away from that because it just feels so good to be involved in a, in a group and in an organization and know that you're doing good for these kids and these families. And that just radiates within yourself. It, it can't not, I mean, it's this contagious thing that you just feel so good about yourself that you just want to keep on being part of the organization. So that's how it's sort of transformational for all of those, honestly, who are involved and and who are touched by the wish process. Yeah. And I think honestly, some people may look at it like, well, what can I offer? You know, we look with yeah. Make-A-Wish, there's so many like really, really famous people that have dedicated their time. You look at John Cena and you're like, man, this guy's out there granting wishes on like the daily basis. What could I possibly <laughs> do to help that he isn't doing? So uh, how would someone get involved um, and and what what could they do from a standpoint of, hey, I'm just a person. How could I help? 
Yeah. I mean, that is such a good point. A lot of people think, oh, they've got it. You know, it's such a big name. They must have it all together and all dialed in and they don't need any help. And that actually is the furthest thing from the truth. Yes. Make-A-Wish is a really well-known name across the country. And we do have some credible celebrity supporters, as you mentioned, but we need to raise the dollars every year to be able to grant these wishes and, you know, we need the volunteer support to be able to go out there and, and help us to facilitate these wish grants within our community. So in an average year, I mean, pre-COVID, or, you know, COVID, obviously, things were sort of tamped down a little bit. Now we're coming out of that. And we are committed to granting 392 wishes this year. We have our biggest pipeline of waiting wish kids ever because there were a lot of kids that, mm-hmm. you know, they were just on hold during COVID and didn't, you know, want to have their wishes granted then, or we weren't able to grant those wishes then. Um, so we've got 650, I think, kids that are currently waiting around that figure for their wishes. Um, And the way that we grant these wishes is truly the help and facilitation that our volunteers do. Our volunteers are just a force. They are an army that are out there and you know, they're the ones that are meeting with the kids and they're helping to understand and uncover what these kids' greatest desires are. And they're bringing that information back to us at the office. And then, you know, we're collaborating and, and you know, brainstorming like, okay, what could this mean? This kid loves, you know, he wants to fight robots. Okay, what does that even look like? How do we even make that happen? And these volunteers are getting on the phone and they're making phone calls and they're, you know, figuring out, if we can have a virtual, you know, like someone from virtual reality help build us something. And I'm, this is actually a true wish, by the way, that did happen that we were able to grant. But it's all because of the support of these volunteers. And, and so we've got a huge opportunity for people if they want to get that involved with the wish granting piece of it to be volunteers in that capacity. But we also have other opportunities for people. If special events are your thing and you love going to, you know, a party, we've got an incredible gala that happens every March that, you know, we would love to have you come and support and, you know, purchase tickets and be a part of that. We've got, you know, companies that want to do sort of group activities and fundraise in support of Make-A-Wish, you know, get your company involved, see if they'd be interested and doing some work and and doing a fundraiser for Make-A-Wish or putting together what we call, you know, like a ribbons and bows pack, which is a backpack for kids that, you know, helps to get them excited when they're about to go on their wish trip. So there really are a ton of different opportunities for people if they want to engage. They should just call us or go on our website, which is wish.org slash AKWA. And, uh, you know, look and see what opportunities are out there. Now, hopefully that alleviates some of the anxiety around helping, because I think like myself included, we see helping make a wish as being like part of the actual wish itself. Like you're you're part of what the kid is looking for versus just helping to facilitate. I think that makes it a lot more uh, easily manageable for somebody to say, I could help with that, especially with the corporate ideas like your your business yeah. wants to be involved in a, in a thing. It seems like there's just a lot of different ways that you could help out. Now, let's talk about. Um, the child themselves. How how would one go about referring a child? What does that entail? 
Yeah. So again, on our website, if you go to wish.org slash AKWA, there is a button on there that is all about, you know, referring kids. And so it's really easy. All you do is you click on that and then it is going to take you through like an online form that you would fill out with some baseline information. We get that form. It's all, you know, protected. So it, uh, you know, cybersecurity, so you don't have to worry about giving, you know, in, like information out, it's all safe. And then we get that information and our, one of our staff members will then contact, um, will contact the person, you know, who's on the referral form and just start that process of having a conversation and getting to know more about them. We do work really closely with our, um, you know, medical care providers, So I do believe on the form, there's probably a space that says, you know, where is the child being treated or who's their physician? And at at some point we would contact them to make sure that, you know, the, that the child matches the criteria of having been diagnosed with a critical illness. Mm -hmm. And then we also work with them to approve the wishes. So, you know, we want to make sure that the wishes that we're granting are appropriate given the child's medical condition. So, and it's that it's coming at the right time for them, you know, if they're going to have a big surgery, you know, and they need time to rest and recover, maybe it doesn't make sense, obviously, for us to plan a wish right around that time. So we work really closely with them to make sure that we are delivering a wish that is appropriate for the child and their medical condition and where they are in their whole medical journey. Oh, this is all great. So if you want to get involved or you want to refer a child, it's just wish.org slash AKWA. That's it. And uh, okay, before I let you go, I have to ask, is there is there anything that I have, haven't covered that you think people should really know about Make-A-Wish? You know, I think a lot of times people think Make-A-Wish is sad. And they, they say, how could you, you know, it's amazing that you work there and you know, but isn't it so sad? And my answer to that is no, it's actually joy filled. (laughs) Every day is joyful because you know that you are helping people, you know, have something else to look forward to at a really dark time in their lives. And I will say that a lot of people have this misconception that make a wish is a last wish for a child. And what we say is, no, no, it's a lasting wish for a child. Mm. Not all of the kids that we grant wishes for are terminal. We simply, you know, part of that medical referral piece is that they need to have been diagnosed with a life-threatening medical condition. So in some cases, yes, that may mean that the child is terminal, but in a vast majority, it's actually the opposite. And so I would just encourage people, if you are at all curious about Make-A-Wish, if you've ever thought about it and you read a story or heard an interview and you're like, oh gosh, it sounds amazing. I would love to do something like that. Do it. I Do it today. You know, don't put it off. You've thought about it. Just give us a call or check out our website and see what speaks to you in your heart. And don't wait. I mean, get involved and and make it happen for for yourself, whether it's Make-A-Wish or a different organization, quite honestly. But, you know, we all know life is life is too short and it keeps on keeping on. So before you know it, it's 20 years down the road and, and don't have those what ifs. Do it today and do yourself a favor. And I guarantee you, you probably won't regret it. Yeah, I couldn't possibly agree more. Every time I put myself out there in a situation that scares me to death, I end up coming out the other side going, I'm really glad I did that. So I suggest the same if you're listening right now. You thinking about getting involved, 
go to the website, wish.org slash AKWA. Jeanette, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah. And thank you for listening. Conversations is a public affairs program of this station.